0: Right,
1: here we go. <laughs> Bloody dog. <laughs> Welcome back to King Wall's Court, episode 49 inbound. Woo! Where have I been, everyone wants to know? Well, I've been on the slab with the horror uh, podcast, as you all know. Apologies for the court not being in session for so long, but you know, life gets in the way. And, well, what better way to get back into it? to have a chat about something that's really important Uh of course metal music but mental health as well so and uh, it's a great great episode today we're gonna have and I'm talking to a gentleman who uh, we both actually just got in touch with each other kind of mutually which was great and it's Jason Connolly who is in uh, Grave Sermon Jason how are you my man? I'm good considering (laughs) yeah thanks for having me no problem now i know i didn't give too much away in the intro there but we're going to get into that in a a few minutes we're gonna we're gonna start a new series on king Wall's courts dealing with um musicians who may have a disability or a mental issue or whatever that the case may be and this week we're going to talk about um being a musician with adhd and I think that's very important because it's probably not as even you, you, you probably wouldn't think of it as a something that might hinder performance or movement or whatever it may be so Jason get into it there tell us uh, tell us about it tell us how just, it's going
0: I just even respond to what you said there Carl um, you wouldn't think it, it would affect and I suppose we're on here to create awareness about it because Absolutely. because people don't know and they don't understand and some people might not want to understand or not care about it and that's fine as well. But just on that, I don't know probably anyone that I've told that I've ADHD. Well there's one or two, it's about 50-50 and what you get in return then is a giggle. You get a laugh. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you
0: have, you, keep clean the, you have to keep cleaning clean and stuff and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, this bullshit, they think it's OCD. Oh, I think I have a touch of that.
1: Yeah. All this stuff.
0: I'm not being bad on people. They don't need to know about this stuff. Their lives are better off without having to deal with stuff like that. But you do get people laughing. And you're kind of going, it's not a laughing matter. Like, and I'll tell people, if you're a young fella or you're a young one at ADHD, believe me, you wouldn't have a smile in your face.
1: Funny enough to, to come in there, Jay. I, I actually think, and I should have said this to you off camera. Actually, we're actually going to get our son tested for ADHD. Yeah. you know. You might as
0: well try. it might as well try it out. No, what's going on? Hippy, yeah. come here. Hippy, Hippy is trying to get up on the couch. My little Jack Russell Frank has a strong ass. And can jump up onto the couch and <laughs> kick jumps off, and is now stuck looking up at him because he
1: doesn't have the power in his legs. <laughs> there you are. Right. right. So yeah, uh, yeah. Well, but look. Yeah, we, we are going to talk about ADHD, <coughs> but before we do, I want to just kind of, because you're a musician and uh, you know you're in, you're obviously in Irish metal, and that's what we we deal with on King Wall's court. Absolutely, uh, tell me a bit a little bit about um Jason Connolly's journey as a, a, a drummer
0: musician. Oh, Jesus, what a great question to ask me. Um, what was I going to say? I started drumming in '95.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, let me see, my first metal band was a band called Desolate. I don't know if you know Rory McChrystal, but that was I Rory's do. band, yeah,
1: Lef- That's yeah Left yeah. Bad brigand.
0: So sure, I used to yeah. be in uh, Chosen with <laughs> Paul Fields. You're joking. No, there you go. Jesus, Paul was the guitar player and John Rogan was the bass player and I came into Desolate.
1: Yeah.
0: I think the chap's name that I replaced was Monahan. I think, oh, yeah. um, possibly. And yeah, 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 Chosen, that was the other band. Paul was an amazing guitar player, Lights, light years ahead of us. Like. Big time, um, big time. So that was my first band that was a trash band. That led into Primal Dawn, then in 2002, I think. Really? Uh, who did I replace? Neil Mac Sweeney. It Mac? No. Neil Sweeney or Neil McSweeney.
1: Sweeney? Same, name um, is familiar um, all
0: right. yeah. Yeah, I know. Not, I, I work with a chap that has a similar name, but uh, he was the drummer in Primal Dawn. <coughs> I replaced him. Primal Dawn went on till 07. In between I had a stint with a Badman Carnate. So that was 02 to 04. Mm-hmm. Um, Primal Dawn finished up 07-ish. And, Jesus, was it that long? It was two years in between then I started Legion of Wolves with Corey Sloan, who I had played with in Badman Carnate. Uh, Legion are still on the go, but uh, the boys have a major COVID hangover.
1: Oh, see, I know that feeling. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wanted to do like a Baden. Baden Incarnate wrote their album and actually went and recorded it during this COVID period. Like, it's the best time to do it. Like, no yeah. other distractions. But look, at it. That'll be there when we, uh, when, when the boys come back, yeah. when they're ready. Um, grave Sermon. 2017 I think we started um, and then I'm also doing a covers band with three of the members of the ACDC tribute band um, IEDC. Right, cool. so yeah I mentioned this to you before we're you doing did. a couple of uh, like classic rock heavy classic heavy metal covers that's fun and the boys are amazing musicians they're great yeah. like how's so, that
1: working out did, like, did you have your first jam last week or
0: no, no, that, yeah, I was about to go jamming when I was on the phone to you, but that's, well, we've done about six or seven rehearsals now. All right, and, cool, um,
1: and it's, it's going well.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it's a different thing for me. They're used to being obviously in a in a covers band. They've been doing the mm-hmm. IUDC for, Jesus, seven or eight years, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I can be corrected on that. So they have everything down, their little touches, everything. Yeah. It's different for me. I'm kind of like, I'm like a, um, a Dave Lombardo or a or a um, Nick McBrain in that. I play what I fucking want. <laughs>
1: Does yeah, that yeah. Make sense? And you're I able to play
0: f- what you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend to improvise, you know, and and I, you, you know, you do the, you do the major parts, but you know, I always say there's. Especially with Slayer, there was there was Bastoff that played absolutely everything precisely and exactly the same way as he would have played it on the record. Yeah. It's a set way of playing it, and then Lombardo went out and says, "Well, if I feel like hitting a tom instead of a snare or a tom instead of a cymbal,
1: yeah,
0: he improvised and he could play around with the rhythms and so. They're they're both amazing, but Lombardo blows me away.
1: Lombardo's the man. Oh, Jesus, I mean, yeah. As I said to you, like we we only really started talking there last week, and I, like Slayer, my favorite band, yeah, and uh, yeah. like when Lombardo was was kicked, I was just like, oh man, what the fuck, you know? Because I know. Yeah, watched, oh,
0: this time around.
1: Yeah, because like, Bostoff was a grand drummer he, compared to Bo- compared to Lombardo. He's grand. He's nothing compared to Lombardo, in my opinion, and that doesn't make him a bad drummer because you're talking about comparing a mortal to to God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, um, my...
0: Go on. The thing, the thing about Lombardo is he's like, he has that, I'll put it in simple terms and I'm not running Paul Bostoff down. He's excellent. Even on the bad albums, you can hear some of his drum patterns on the bad Slayer albums. And it's mm-hmm. just excellent. Brilliant. Yeah. Love it. Power speed has everything. Mm-hmm. But if you went to paul bostov here i have something for you play that and he'd go yeah i can play that and you said to lombardo play that see i can play that but why don't we do it this way yeah oh he's an innovator he's a songwriter he's a composer now can you think about and i haven't really listened to them but the newer slayer albums that he was on yeah he he brought them back said the original the original field. sound yeah yeah yeah
1: it a, was his, his sound got more organic or something it's almost like he reinvented yeah, himself organic. and yeah he's
0: organic and he yeah. he has he has no choice but to play like that that's how he plays
1: i mean any band For that no. has him behind the kit is is blessed to have him like you look at testament now yeah. he's a testament oh, God, I, was,
0: I was so happy when yeah. i heard that
1: like same like, too yes yeah, a band like, um, don't get me wrong, I like Seuss tendencies, but like Testament that were yeah. one of my favorites, like, you know, and I was just like, yes! Oh man, just, I
0: watched some live footage and there, are like, that's, that's a great combination to have him back there, and he does, look, Dave Lombardo does for the bands that he plays in, what um, Scott Travis did for Judas Priest, yeah. he lifts the band because he has this great vocabulary and he has the style, the power, the speed. He has the talk. To- okay. Wait, go on. Yeah. So like Dave Lombardo does for the bands that he plays in the same as Scott Travis did for Judas Priest. Mm. He gives them a lift. There's no um, restrictions with him. Whatever you need him to play, he'll play it, you know? Yeah. Um, when Scott Travis came into Judas Priest and brought all that double bass work and you know hand and foot combination stuff that he did, it's all over Painkiller, the album. Like you know, yeah. Um, and that's what Lombardo does. So you know when Slayer ha- or Testament have Lombardo in, it's not that any of the drummers couldn't do what Testament needed him to do, but he's no. just he has a different mind, and yeah. he's almost not happy unless he's um, contributing. You know what I mean? To yeah. The songwriting, like there's there's songs on the the gathering that were written by Lombardo,
1: the oh, Testament. Album. Yeah. What an album!
0: Yeah, oh, it's amazing, I love it.
1: Yeah, we, we we I remember at one point in shows when we were gonna cover DNR.
0: Yeah, I love it. Oh God, it's <laughs> just the most perfect trash song. I yeah,
1: think, you know? it's amazing. But yeah. um, yeah, like so, uh, so obviously Lombardo would be one of your main influences, Woody.
0: Be one of my main influences. One of my early influences would have been uh, Brian Downey. In oh, cool, cool. Oh, I can never grow tired of watching him play drums, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ! What a man! Just the the style and finesse. Mm. Um, that really got me. Like he couldn't. I when I was growing up, I couldn't play a straight um, eight note beat. You know your normal rock beat.
1: Yeah.
0: It'd have to be <laughs> all all Brian Downey. Or those um, shuffles he did, d- d-
1: yeah. d- 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 d-
0: fucking. That's where I got. That's what my style is based on. You interesting, know? more
1: interesting, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, far more interesting. Um, and then with the double bass work, that was Lombardo coming in there. Tom fills fillins very heavily influenced by um, Vinny Apice and Nico nice and then all the death metal stuff would have been i and i played would have been um Lombardo Pete Sandoval uh Pete Sandoval um there's one i'm missing here that was big oh doc from Vader who tragically passed but yeah jesus christ man i still couldn't play as fast as he was playing in 2001 like
1: he was unreal back in that wasn't he he was unreal nuts, nuts. Mm. great band though. Know? great and still a great band actually oh they be I think they're one of the lesser uh, praised death metal yeah. bands, aren't they? And I mean Yeah, they are. Oh. Because they don't
0: compromise. He doesn't compromise. Yeah. He's like we're a death metal version of Slayer, like it or don't. There you right. are. And that works you for know us. Know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely,
1: you know. Who did I see them with I saw them with Testament actually in Vicar Street, we had that?
0: No, I wasn't that. That was uh, before the pandemic, was it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Them <clears> and Noel later I think it was and Testament. Oh
0: Jesus, that would have been great. Yeah, uh, it was in Vicar um,
1: Street, it was
0: deadly, yeah. I've seen Vader heaps of times, you know, back right. in the day. Like, I met him. i never forget they played, um, where was it? Jesus, was it somewhere around at the village or Whelan's, one of those venues?
1: Okay, yeah, they were, we would have played
0: one <laughs> of those. And um, the gig was over, and uh, the venue was starting to empty, and myself, me and my mate, Ray, were completely stocious on, um, on points. We were absolutely buckled drunk you know um, and <laughs> we were drinking with vinnie brian from morphosis and myself and ray kind of in our drunken state like half with our eyes half open noticed like there's the backstage door is open <laughs> we both look at each other and went does that mean yeah yeah yeah. it does up Fuck we it. left up on the stage <laughs> ran up backstage and peter and the guitar player spider were there and um we were just so drunk that the guitar player had to figure out how to work Raymond's phone in order for us to get pictures with them. Like you know, but they were great. They were gracious enough to kind of go because they were about to leave the venue and they were kind of they were in a rush. Yeah. And, and Pedro was there, "Come on, guys, we must go. Come on, guys. Come on, guys." And he didn't, but he didn't say, "Hey, fuck you, I have to yeah. go." He waited till oh, this phone and the guitar player went. I have the same phone. Here we go. Click, click, click. We both got pictures with the, the lovely man,
1: so that's not it's nice when they're nice isn't
0: it oh stop it's so important like but
1: i also understand i'd also
0: understand if they said hey listen guys Mm. we've got a schedule we have to leave yeah yeah especially
1: at something something like that you know but uh i have a uh, remind me to tell you the story about when i met slayer or did i did i tell you that last week i don't think you did no no. Uh, it's funny and i I think i've told it on the on the, the show before but i'm not gonna bore people who have listened to the show and mm. I, just I will tell it to you when we get off camera. It, it's funny. Awesome. It's funny. But listen. Um. So yeah. So you.
0: Go on. I did. I sorry to cut you, cut you off. I just have to get this in. I did meet Lombardo.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Fun. He's it was, a gem.
0: Uh, Yeah. X Music. I uh, drum clinic there. So I was shaking like a leaf. mate like you know.
1: I, I I didn't get to go to that, I was fucking raging. I was I was walking. Yeah because i could have went to the belfast one as well but i was walking you know yeah yeah but uh yeah so it's, as i say it's always nice when they're, when they're nice. It really is especially someone okay. that you look up to like that you know yeah absolutely so uh, flying the flag oh absolutely absolutely so you've said you were diagnosed with adhd about a year ago yeah it's about a year yeah how did that like lead, I lead up to that lead up to that for me yeah tell me how that how you like what what was changing or what did you notice or what, like you know
0: well my symptoms were getting worse but it was it was really down to my partner at the time and um, I suppose her intervention now we're not together now but um, she was probably the first to say look I think you might have ADHD and of course she was met with Fuck you! I don't have ADHD. Da 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 da. So, um, it's funny actually because I have a friend who I'm convinced has ADHD, and it's as if I'm in the role of my ex-girlfriend now, yeah, and yeah. this friend is me. I'm turning to him, saying, "He's not. He's not. He's not opposing the fact that he may have it, but he's he's kind of stalling in." maybe going and getting it looked at now it's totally his choice and blah 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 Um, but it's it's a it's a symptom of ADHD that you can't make decisions you have trouble prioritizing and you'll procrastinate Right. you know so it took me a long time to get around to going yeah like I'll go get I'll go get diagnosed like yeah okay will. yeah so when you decide decide that then it's well who do I go to so you go to your doctor and they're like, all oh, right, yeah, yeah. And that gets left on the long finger. And then you go to a psychologist. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Um, blah, 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 blah. And then they take months to get back to you. And that gets knocked on the head. Um I actually called ADHD Ireland on the telephone. Got the number on the website. And the guy I got on the phone now. Holy Jesus. First I got... Uh, can you hold on there? I'm I'm working from home um, and uh, the doorbell's ringing, so I have to answer the doorbell here. And he was just, that was fine, right? But his attitude was incredible, man. He goes, um, when he answered the phone, he goes, Oh, such a, such a, such a ADHD, Ireland, such such a speaking, can I help you? And I didn't hear it all. And I said, sorry, uh, sorry, I missed that. Well, do you want me to repeat it all over again for you, do you? Attitude straight away. Jesus. Um, so he more or less said to me, "Yeah, listen, they were supposed to set something up, uh, world w- or nationwide. They were supposed to be uh, uh, somewhere in whatever it was—Dublin, uh, Galway, and thick and Sligo. You know that you could go get tested, but funds ran out, so that's on hold right now. But you can visit the website." That was it. <laughs> that was it, and I was like kind of half being sarcastic and half being serious. I was like, wow, Jesus, I, I'll try not to murder anyone in the meantime, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? am trying yeah. to make out that this, this is a serious thing, like.
1: Yeah.
0: And he goes, yeah, uh, that might be a good idea, all right. Real sarcastic. And I'm like, I'm fucking serious, like.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I guarantee you there's people locked up in Ireland now for murder. Mm. And it's because they're autism, Asperger's, adhd ocd whatever it was and yeah. undiagnosed they're on medicaid they
1: have a meltdown
0: they attack someone yeah but this representative of adhd ireland didn't seem to know anything about it
1: and and of course this was your forced interaction with someone in that kind of what would you say yeah. field i suppose and and that's the the negative kind of reaction you you received and that's not that's not what people need and like I, I mean I my I, I have so I suffer not as much now it's always going to be there depression and mm-hmm. my partner um suffers really badly with depression and believe it or not ADHD she has been diagnosed so oh, uh, you didn't know that you didn't yeah, say that I, to I you. forgot to say it to you yeah yeah and uh cuz like, she was like yeah make sure you do a good job with this car you know <laughs> so Very good. um right so like mental health is the probably the biggest health issue i think in this country you know all the different aspects of it but there's yeah. no i mean how? like there you go you're, you're case in point there's it's not taken seriously there's no like the the health is the health services in the country are shit but when it comes to mental health they don't give a fuck you know it's brutal yeah and i mean and then, like,
0: and then everybody everybody's quick to complain about second um uh the junkies on O'Connell streets and all this crack well if we a better mental health
1: service they might
0: turn to heroin you know
1: it's i mean it's so deep it's so so dangerous for people and yeah you know like i suppose even just listening to someone you don't necessarily have to you just have to have a bit of compassion i think when someone's telling you what's what's going on i'm a st- you'd be, yeah
0: you'd you be know. absolutely amazed most people you come across will go all right yeah and but they're very quick to forget you know and you know when you when you have a disorder like that it's it's at the front of your mind all of the time mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with going no i taught i taught that thought just now that's the adhd or i was negative just now but that was the adhd or i'm getting the at this person probably for for not much reason at all. that's the adhd but others are very quick to forget that you have a brain disorder and you're after telling them now again, again okay everybody has their own issues and my adhd doesn't need to be a priority for anyone else but all i'll ask you is don't laugh at me if i make a silly mistake don't call me fucking names yeah. i can't take that like jack in the box yeah uh, whatever what was it? Uh, fidget, all this stuff. Can you not sit still? The next person to ask me, "Can I not sit still?" Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. can you not sit still? So I have to then turn around and go. Well, I've ADHD, and then they get embarrassed. Yeah. Or oh, you didn't know. Um. But we'll get like. There's no awareness, and there's a, a lot at the time. There's no understanding. Yeah. Um. It's like. I'll give you an example, like I said to you the other day on the phone, but just to put it on the podcast. I have a friend in work who um, suffers with Tourette's. So, if he get whatever is going on with him, ADHD or OCD, whatever he's going to end up getting diagnosed with, he'll exclaim. So, you know, if you stubbed your toy, you go, ah, you're mad at Jesus. He does it because he's getting stressed, right? Yeah. People at work know that he has something going on and still they laugh at him and try and make a public show of him.
1: It's not even a case of trying to make him feel a little bit better or something, I don't know, but like, it's just like that, as you say, too, yeah, fuck them. Just don't,
0: just don't be slagging and making a laugh like, just be glad, just be glad that you don't have it, or you don't yeah. have a disorder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Too many people take shit for granted. That's it. You're right. You're dead right. You can can think straight or you you don't get anxiety attacks and think the whole world is going to end for no reason at all. Just because that's how your brain works. You don't have that going on. So be fucking thankful for it. And the least you can do is not take the piss out of him.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And and all, all of this stuff, all of this stuff, like I said to you, this incident happened two weeks after we lost a colleague to suicide.
1: That's awful, yeah. You know, I mean,
0: people are so quick to forget. It's they selfish. don't stop and think.
1: Yeah, it's selfishness.
0: It's, selfi- it's selfish, and it's it's just a bit dumb, for want of a better word, because it's like, do you not remember what such and such a did? And here you are. You have to kind of go. Am I pushing? Am I pushing this person too far? What effect is this going to have on them? Yeah. You know, everyone everyone loves to slag in in the workplace, and we take the piss out of each other. Like, but to me, that's not slagging. No. Like, ha 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 ha! Man United got beaten last night, and you support mate. That's slagging. Yeah. You're making a public fool of a chap because he has some sort of a disorder going on. That's not slagging. That's a form of bullying,
1: actually. Isn't it? it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another. Like, there you go. Like, just society is so fucked when you think about it bullying interlinks with you know people who have mental health or disabilities whatever and like like you said there's no awareness there are there's not enough awareness of all these issues that are interlinked and intertwined and that can be intertwined as far as I'm concerned. yeah
0: and 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 the thing is not that I'm disagreeing with you but you could argue the fact that there is enough awareness but people don't
1: take note or don't take it seriously. Maybe, maybe and it's then because. It's like, sorry, to in TJ. Maybe it's yeah, because yeah. Uh, it hasn't been like you know. It's it's. Awareness is not is not that it's not that long it's not that long around really when you think about it, of no. all the things that that are going on, and um, and that's not to excuse, and. I'm not an excuse, and anyone that takes the piss out of people, it's not. But again, yeah, maybe there is awareness, but people I think are afraid to to take on that awareness, maybe, and that's yeah. and that's wrong they as well.
0: They don't know what to do with it. Like, yeah. There's still a stigma. Like a, a friend of mine, and I am talking about this, nearly 20 years ago. As a friend of mine had something going on i don't know what it was the way he described it to me the only thing i can remember was back in the day he said i my brain won't work rationally now i don't know what his disorder was or whatever he went on medication for a while and i kind of lost touch with him i know the boys like him and his brothers but i lost touch with him a little bit but and this is 20 years ago he turned around to me and said and it still stands today like it's it, it, it would you walk up to a person in a wheelchair and take the piss out of them because they can't walk everybody in the room would be looking at you going you
1: horrible motherfucker." yeah
0: but yet if it's something that's psychological or something got to do with the mind or the brain oh it's okay to take the piss out him he's mad he's loopy do you know what i mean like
1: they're just it's just as lethal you know it's probably more
0: legal you can see you can see that this chap has has a you know an issue with his legs you can't. You know, I can't tell from you that you that you've suffered with depression. You can't tell from me that I've suffered with ADHD or whatever yeah. it is. And you know, with ADHD, it's a, oh yeah, he's hyper. Yeah, that's why he's always jumping around. And people think it's it's funny, like it's enter. It might be entertaining to you, but
1: not to you. It's not Jesus.
0: Yeah, and what I'm trying to say is, the symptoms of ADHD go far beyond the name. So you have the attention deficit stuff where you can't focus and lose track of stuff and um, can't focus, essentially. And yet, it's a hyperactivity. They're the tip of the iceberg. So under the surface, there's a mass of stuff that are, like you said before, that are intertwined and that have a knock-on effect into this, into that. I came up with a little thing I called ADHD is the two R's. It rules your life and it ruins your life. Okay. That's what it can do if you let it or if if it goes undetected
1: yeah you know and you know like you were saying that you 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 rang the adhd Ireland. um was this prior to you getting diagnosed or mm-hmm. and what happened like did you just go to your own doctor or what was it what did you do or
0: yeah well i was looking for psychologists that could assess you and what i was told is we can do the assessment, but you must get someone that's medically qualified, be it a GP that specializes in it, or a, a, not a, a psychiatrist. Right. Someone who's medically qualified will take the assessment and give a diagnosis. So, in the meantime, with me arsing around with um, these psychologists, and I'm not getting back to you because you're on holidays for the second time that month yeah. and all this other crack. You're entitled to a holiday Don't get me wrong But don't tell me you're busy If you're actually on holidays you know? yeah. <laughs> Anyway My GP turned around to me I went to him for something else one day Get blood stunned For something to this effect And he said Oh it's great that you came in Because I have the Name and contact for a psychiatrist That spe- uh, specialises in that field And he'll be able to diagnose you." Might I add He's not an Irishman. Right, really? okay. So, the only person, and, and I obviously don't mean this disrespectfully, but the only person I could get to diagnose me was, I'm not even sure where the man is from, uh, it's an Eastern European name. So what I'm trying to say is, there's Ireland still
1: behind with this stuff, you know? We're almost draconian in our, in our approach to mental health. We really yeah. are. And that, yeah. and, the, and again, another proof in, the, in that button there is a non Irish non Yeah, foreign
0: national guy or whatever like yeah. He he was he was amazing. The two hour phone call. and um, he had said, Yeah, yeah, you definitely have it, you know. Yeah.
1: So. so, um just to bring it into you know, I know everyday life is probably a a, a mental uh, up in that up in that brain of yours is probably mental. I can only I can't even imagine Jason. <laughs> but uh Give us give us some sort of an idea what it's like trying to play music with ADHD
0: This is a good point in the conversation to say that with all of these brain disorders which I call it Excuse me There's the good and the bad. There's positive and negative So Hyperactivity can be a positive although it's it can wear you out and not have you. Sometimes my brain. Excuse me again, Carl. Yeah, <coughs> because my brain is on overdrive and is firing so fast, sometimes it's like you can't grab hold of your thought patterns. Yeah. So I would. I might have to read something four times. I might like, oh, up! I didn't get any of that. Diddle, diddle, diddle up. I didn't get any of that. So I'll have to make my brain go. Today is the day that I am going on that podcast with Carrie Because my brain doesn't right, slow down, I'm not taking this in. So that can happen. But the hyperactivity gives great energy. But it can also like if you had to do everything, if, if you had to do everything three or four times in order to get be able to catch hold of it, it wears you out. It leaves oh, you exhausted. Man it burns your brain out. So I might have to lie down on the couch for 20 minutes just to revamp my brain, just to get right, I feel okay again now, you know? Yeah. Because my brain energy is getting sucked away all the time because I might have to refocus, 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 refocus. All right, I've finally done that. Now I can move on to the next thing, but now I'm exhausted. So it works great for energy in that you're very get up and go. I want to go gym, training, I want to play drums, and I want to play drums fast. So, a lot of the time, I love playing fast, but what happened to me in the early days is, it's like I was running before I was able to walk. Right. right. So, you have to kind of strip it back and do the boring stuff to get your basics down, because, well, I can do that really, really fast, but I can't play a halftime shuffle. Right, okay. And a lot of the time, yeah, like, so... got this energy to run all over the kit you've got this energy to play really fast but you can overthink things and you can be very indecisive uh as i said before yeah excuse me so i could be going along going right i'm coming to the end of this four bars i'm going to do a fill-in this needs to be a big one so then i hit a split second where i'm like well i don't know what to play and I have to start the fill before I know what I'm going to do. Because the way I drum is it's like in pictures, moving pictures. So I said, right. There's the fill in, execute that. little Yeah. So I can, I can be a little sloppy sometimes. And if I get tense, I'll speed up right. like my, my main complaint from every band I've ever been in is that's a bit fast.
1: Mm.
0: So I find it hard to hold back and keep the tempo but um yeah so being decisive in what you're playing um and try not to overplay is the difficulty uh, and not letting your head get burnt out and focusing yeah. on my my thing is my whole thing is go play do it fast do loads play loads why didn't you hit that tom get that one on the next time around go, oh i never got that tom there got that tom oh which symbol i didn't hit that symbol in two bars yet boom 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 so that's great for playing death metal but when you're playing something a little bit more mid-paced it's yeah. kind of like stop stop you don't have to hit a symbol on every bar wait 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 see that sounded good didn't it okay okay leave it leave it leave it here's a drum fill right okay you're trying to pu- i'm trying to pull myself back all the time yeah
1: so playing funeral doom would
0: fuck you up basically oh jesus <laughs> i i i get depressed
1: i like this i'd be like this isn't drumming like so if you were playing drums for Two Tails a while, we'd be like a fucking speed metal band. That's just. <laughs> yeah, but
0: it, this is the thing, like that. I would ruin your band unless <laughs> yeah. I kind, unless I got it straight in my head to go, stop, play for the music. Yeah, like I don't, I don't even like that phrase. I know it's necessary. Play for the music. Yeah, fuck the music. <laughs> Everything should be it. Everything should be a drum solo.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sounds like Animal well, should have been your main influence, man. <laughs> yeah, well, um,
0: but like, yeah, 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 you have to find the fucking the joy in playing a groove, like playing yeah. a beat, you know.
1: And it sounds like you're in your uh, your your good space, but musically, anyway.
0: Yeah. um... As I said, the uh, the covers band is kinda going I'm like these guys are precise. I need mm. I need to play these songs well. Like I need to I need to I need to play what I'm supposed to play, you know. So it's helping me drag everything back a bit and be a little bit more satisfied with playing less. Yeah. You know? Um But it's it's great it's like that's how I started Graves sermon. I started grave sermon because Legion of Wolves weren't. Not that we weren't fast. We weren't fast often enough. Yeah. I wanted a band that was hyper all the way through. I wanted to physically challenge myself. Would, you know? like
1: would you like? Would you like? Would you like? Um. It's a course. It's one of Lombardo's projects. Dead Cross. Do you like them?
0: I listened to one of the songs. I can't really remember it. Yeah. Uh,
1: maybe check them out again. See what you think of them. Actually, with Mike yeah. Patton. And Dave Lombardo. He,
0: yeah, he's very, um, he's very versatile. He's very adventurous. He's very, uh,
1: what's the word? Look of her.
0: Ah, very creative. You yeah. Know, he used the entire drum kit. Like, Absolutely.
1: Lombardo, yeah. We'll all be. We could do a whole podcast on Lombardo. Jesus Christ, man. Well, this has been mostly, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know but you mean? know what, though, I, I, I'm getting the impression that um, I go do discography deep dives on King was part. Oh yeah, we, brilliant. I I think I'm finding my Slayer partner right now. Definitely. That, if yeah, you're but up, if, if you're up for down the line,
0: yeah, definitely would be. Now I'd have to give the new albums a listen because yeah, I'm kind of like, why am I listening to this when I could be listening to like in whatever Hell away it's You know, yeah. I kind of. I mean, Divine Intervention was good, but after that. There was very little that I listened to much after that, you know.
1: Mm. I, I I don't know. You know I, listen, I, I listen to them all with a with a with a an open mind, you know. The, the only I
0: have to say, I'm a little bit closed-minded and, and ignorant sometimes when it comes to music. I will say admit that, you know.
1: Yeah. And would that now would would the ADHD it, it contribute to that maybe or
0: probably in that my attention span wouldn't be 100% if it's not if it's not grabbing me it's just mm. a problem with Spotify as well you just skip on don't you if it's not grabbing me I'll probably flick it on or it. I'll say that reminds me of some band that I don't like so I'm gonna flick on but you know you end up you're, what you're listening to ends up getting very stale then because you're looking at yeah. your like podcast your your uh, Spotify and you're like I've listened to all this stuff to death like you know yeah. there's surely something out there different doesn't have to be new, but something out there different that will grab me, you know, and, and yeah. put me in. And that's, that opens up a whole nother, excuse the, the, the pun, but a whole nother spectrum of stuff that you yeah. can start getting into, you know?
1: Yeah, um, I think the now is the perfect time for, for us to uh, just hang out, just give give people a little breather. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the toilet, so to speak, that's how professional I am, and we'll be sure. back in two minutes, so just no stick problem. with us. So, yeah, that was some slash that I had there, Jesus. <laughs> I don't I, I, don't need to tell you too much about it, but anyway, we're, going, we're here with Jason Connolly uh, from Grave Sermon, and we are and Legion of Wolves, and he's just shown me a lot of lyrics there, which is great, and uh, <laughs> we're talking, of course, about uh, musicians who suffer with ADHD, which is, I'd say it's a little bit more prevalent than people even realize. Would you say, Jason?
0: yeah like even even how we got involved uh with each other that sounds bad but you know what i mean um yeah to do the podcast there was a chap on the thread on facebook that says jesus i think i might have that um yeah. it's funny you brought that up blah 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 I t- i'm thinking about going getting assessed and i just kind of said oh well you know if you want Danny advice or you want to know about my experiences give me a bell and yeah. so straight away we had another person on that thread on Facebook that was experiencing symptoms and it can be absolutely crippling. Oh so, yeah. And absolutely. a huge thing a huge thing is like I'd liken again liken this to having a physical um, disability. If you were limping around for the last 40 years of your life and had no idea what was wrong with your leg wouldn't that be worse than knowing oh well you have a hairline fracture in your femur and you need to go get that seen to. Mm. Alright well now we know what I'm dealing with
1: yeah and that's what
0: people go through yeah why can't i focus in school why can't i you know why can't i uh you know be in a a relationship longer than six months uh why do i get extremely angry when people say certain things to me why am i defiant why this why that why the other thing what's going on with me am i a bad person why why am i nice to my family why am i nice to my girlfriend why am i crying all the time this sort of stuff. Well, at least if you know, right, there's a brain disorder there, you can be medicated for it and you can do your cognitive behavioural therapy, you can get a therapist, yeah. da, 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 da. it's so much easier now because you know what you're dealing with Yeah. and I would urge, and the number one thing is, yes, get get professional help, if you need medication, take the medication under the guidance of your um, psychiatrist or your GP or whoever it is. But, main thing, and this goes for everything. Research it. Find out these are the symptoms, this is why I'm feeling this. So then at least you don't feel guilty. Why am I feeling like, Jesus Christ, here I go again. You know, it's not my fault. I was born with this. You You know, people in wheelchairs get upset, but Are they guilty? Do they blame themselves for the fact that they can't walk? Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: If you don't realise that you have OCD or you're autistic or whatever it is, you don't realise that, you'll end up blaming yourself and you're hard on yourself, beating the shit out of yourself every day. Yeah. That's worse. That's worse than actually turning around and going, well, I can't do that activity right now at this moment in time because, well, I have ADHD so i don't mean to say it's an excuse but it's a reason yeah at least if you know what you're dealing with you can lay off yourself and it takes some of the pressure away you know and of you can course. turn around to other people and say and this is why i tell people this is what's wrong with me so you know if you, think, if you think to something in tune that's a bit strange yeah now you have the reason
1: you know and that's uh that's very fair, and, and and you know to be able to give someone that that was, that heads up is very mm-hmm. cool as well. And um, but here, in terms of giving people a heads up, give us some give us the symptoms that somebody might be experiencing that may not be diagnosed with ADHD. Tell us what what they what they experienced Um, it's a I find it.
0: I don't know why, but maybe it is. It is the. The disorder itself, but I find it um, extremely interesting. All the symptoms and how they interlink and how they make your brain work. If we go to the name, so uh, ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. So attention deficit means you can't pay attention. But the thing about it is, generally, people with ADHD will hyper fixate on stuff that is directly interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: So, this is a difficulty young kids that are undiagnosed face, where the teacher is given out to the child and 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 informing their parents that you know Jason can't pay attention in class. What's going on with him? Mm. And the parent goes, well, that's funny because he played the PlayStation for four hours last night and didn't take his eyes off the screen once. Yeah, he's been in that band room playing his drums for for four hours. So how? So it's. It's stuff that doesn't interest you, that bores you. It's, you could put a gun to my head. I won't take it in.
1: Yeah.
0: You could start talking about pop music now and da 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 -da, and I go, I don't want it. And I wouldn't be able to repeat a word back that you said. You could give me a fact about Creator in 1983 and I'd be able to relay that back to you in seven years' time. (laughs) So it's incredible that what you're directly hyper it on it and you get obsessed with it and that's why school is so hard and studying and stuff like that um, mm. you know listening to what your wife is telling you stuff like that it just goes in one ear, out the next it's like I don't care if the floors are broken right I'll have to do the floors grand but yeah. you forget about it yeah you know the hyperactivity then thing then is just yeah like that you're hyper you, that's that can be good for things like sports and playing fast music, but it does burn you out. Right. You'll sit down you'll sit down late at night to watch a movie and you'll be asleep within twenty minutes. Jeez. You won't be able to sit still during the day. But that night you'll be completely exhausted. And once you fall asleep it'll be deep sleep, so you'll have trouble going to sleep and trouble waking up. <laughs> you know. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's 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 not. It's not life-changing, but, you know, that can be tough as well. Um, Focusing on stuff. uh, Two ones that I mentioned earlier on, the indecision and not being able to prioritize. Mm. So if you give me a choice between three or four things, literally, and I mean literally, my head could stop.
1: poof. Yeah.
0: You could stick a gun under my chin, and I won't be able to tell you which thing I want to do uh can't prioritize which one is more important i don't know i will consider everything so you you'll give me an option example we're in the band room writing a song and you'll say well we can do that for another four bars or we can stop it there and then kick off with a different riff and i'll go and there's also these 10 options as well yeah so i'll create more options (laughs) <laughs> and not be able to prioritise. I'll have to stop and think about it. Stuff like that. You get mentally burnt out a lot as well.
1: But th- just a to touch on that for a minute, Jay. Let's say you're, w- let's say you're working on music with, uh just say Legion of Wolves, and, uh, like something like that comes on, and you have, let's say you have ten ideas for a, 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 a way. Would the band or any of your bands kind of say, okay, let's let's explore those ten ways? Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like that
1: using music
0: could have been um a bad example to give there because music is something I'm directly interested in so I might yeah, yeah. probably be more more decisive about that but um a lot of the time yeah i'll I'll go well we could do this or we could do that or we could do this then I'll throw it out to the floor and Dave might go well no we lose momentum if we stop there and gav might go actually I think that's a bit too long so we'll cut that from eight to four bars so I'm a little bit reliant on the rest of the band, and it works well because obviously I'm not going to dictate or whatever. Mm. But um, it'll, someone else will chime in and go, well, "I think that's good," or "I think that's good." Or, so okay, we're going with that. Wait, we're going with that. Right, let's play that. You know, when you're writing songs, yeah. like, you know,
1: I think that um, makes that makes a, a more complete song. What I think when everybody's got input and hundred percent, not just one person. Well, you know, like yeah. so, like and like we were only. Uh, rehearsing there with a new drummer uh, at the weekend, and um, like the way we roll when we i am not—I'm not saying we're trying out someone. We're we're having a jam with someone. That's the way we work it, you know. And uh, yeah. like we work on old stuff, and then we work on brand new stuff that we even haven't worked on to see how well we work together. And we we instantly structured out the whole lot of us, the five of us, structured out a song. You know that day. And that's just, like, I miss that so much. Do you know what I mean?
0: It's my favourite part. Yeah. Writing music. And, like you say, five heads are better than one. You might think, no, this is how it has to be. That would be killer. That would be killer. But then someone else would go, but what about this? And he'd be like, oh, I stand corrected. That yeah. would be even more killer than my idea. And that is the magic of writing music. It's one of my favourite parts, you know? And
1: would that settling in your head, then, let's say, if one of the ideas that you necessarily didn't have if that resonates with you can you move on to the next thing then or
0: yeah no I can usually with, with, with songwriting I can it might take a while for it to settle in but once it's there it's there forever like you know um it's yeah it's a mental thing I find it hard to learn songs but if I've been involved in writing songs I can usually very well uh, recall structures you know yeah it'll get ma- it'll get mapped out in my head dun, 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 and I have that but like like let's say for this covers band now if they if, you know all right the two songs that they gave me to learn that weren't songs I've heard before were simple so when you're learning a Led Zeppelin song the structure is easier than a Servant song so that was yeah that was okay like you know but I could struggle if it's something I've not heard before and and if I don't like the song, if I don't particularly like the song, i find it very hard to hear it, to, to learn it, you know? that can,
1: I'd say, yeah, that's... I mean, that's tough yeah. for, for anybody, let alone yeah. if you have ADHD or, or whatever. You know, like, I mean, like, this. yeah, like, if you're not liking a song, you're like, oh, I have to play this fucking thing or whatever. Like, no, but yeah, fuck, 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 yeah, I don't
0: even like it and I have
1: to learn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I can only imagine what's going on with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, oh, but like... Like with the covers band so far, all this I, I like all the songs. There's Maiden and Priest and there's a couple of bands that wouldn't be my wouldn't be my first choices or whatever. But look at if I'm getting to play Electric Eye by Judas Priest, I'll compromise. You know? Yeah,
1: Jesus, not many core bands do that.
0: No, no, no <laughs> fucking ah, the guitar player Johnny is phenomenal and no one's a great singer like. um,
1: So it's great. You know? It's good do you fun. think? Um, I'm trying to be saying wait way would i put this do you think you'd be in a darker place if you didn't have music in your mind do you, do you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah it's a release it's a passion it's incredible and, and you'll know this you know what i mean by this <sighs> metalers are different to any other music fans in the world yeah I heard a story before that one of the guys. Now I'm not trying to to, to fucking put Carisian down, but I heard one of the guys. Now this might be untrue, but it sounds like something that could be true. One of the guys in Carisian pulled a knife on a dude at a fucking festival because he started slagging off death metal. Oh God! Can you imagine? Like I, I was in a, I was in at a house party years ago, and I said, uh, "Oh, man of war." Sure, their lyrics are cheesy as fuck, I said, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't really know Manowar, and one that turned around... I don't particularly like this person. He turns and says, jeez, you get beaten up for saying something like that around here. (laughs) Jeez. Right? Like, do you know any other form of music where people are are willing to get into a fist fight at the drop of a hat because you said something bad about Slayer?
1: No. I know. But in a way,
0: if you... (laughs) At the amount of times I've turned around to Oasis fans and said, shove it up your beep," they're crap. Chords. I learned I learned to play guitar like that when I was 14, the drummer's muck, and the two of them were ass by the way. Yeah.
1: They
0: just sat there and went,
1: okay, well, I like them. <laughs> Whereas if you said it, you it to say- me or whatever, if you said, oh, here, man, that fucking Slayer album is shit, we-
0: fuck you, man. Can you, imagine, can you imagine saying that to someone about Iron Maiden? Oh, fuck you what the, the fuck? Do you know Iron Maiden are fucking class. They're the best guitar players, yeah. the best
1: folks. The, 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 the yeah, yeah, There'd be no so world without Iron Maiden. <laughs> exactly. So we live on
0: it. We live on metal. It yeah. is us. We're the, same, we're the same type of people gravitate towards this type of
1: music. You know, we're passionate. And it's I'm so we're, we're, passionate. We're always mis- misinterpreted. I think, uh, boy, yeah. non-metal people. I suppose you could say. I mean, I hate this crap yeah. of. Oh, you just wear letter all the time, and you all you listen to is da 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 da. I hate that shit. I really but listen hate to that. that. But
0: that doesn't even mean anything.
1: Yeah. It's all da 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 da
0: What does that mean? Yeah. That's... Well, if the bass drum is going da 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 maybe the vocalist does need to go da 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 da. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like, I mean, when you think about it, like, it actually takes a lot of musicianship to to write what a lot of yeah, metal musicians do. It's not a case that a fucking song is written for them by seven or eight different songwriters, you know.
0: Even the guys, even the guys in the tribute band last night, like fucking
1: Dan was shaking out
0: his wrist. gone. I was like, "Is your hand all right?" Like, Have you got? "No, it's just I didn't warm up properly." And I'm like, "This is classic rock. Like, try yeah. playing in a try playing Dark Funeral." Now I'm not yeah. saying that I'm bad to the guy. No, a, no, a, yeah, he's a gentleman and he's an amazing uh, bass player. um. But guys that play in rock bands, if they turn around and look at what extreme metal musicians do, they're like, holy shit. Yeah,
1: it's like a beast in their body.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and all right, they, they could do it, but they'd obviously have to condition themselves to be able to do it. like. Mm. And Johnny, the guitar player, picked up a kid. We had a, a grave sermon, had written out one of their um, uh, song structures on a piece of paper and he says oh look at this this says, and it's it, 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 like part one part two part three part three modified did, did all this crap <laughs> and then there was a there was a section where uh in brackets said four four so this isn't four four time field this is why it kind of went like why, why is it because oh, the rest of the song is in three four because <laughs> usually guys usually the guys that play in rock bands um a lot of the time it's straight time all the way through the song yeah even playing fear of the dark last night um the boy said to me you know when the beat when the beat goes to time yeah you're playing a little bit too fast or he says maybe i'm getting excited and, and i'm rushing and i said but i don't think that's half time i think that's it's it's triple it's triplet time in the 4-4 field yeah and they were like okay I'm not saying bad about the boys, love them today and they could comprehend all this stuff. It's just that they're not used to playing a style of music that's that complex. Yeah. You know, and, and you think about someone like Halloween Halloween or whatever, I never really listened to but Dream Teed or or mm. Angel Corpse, any of this hyperspeed stuff where you have these time changes.
1: Yeah.
0: Suffocation. It's mind boggling.
1: Compared to A C D C and it's just
0: worlds apart. Yeah. And we all love A C D C dc yeah. and there's a time in the day where you, all you want to hear is an A C D C track. Yeah. And there's a lot of playing and nuances in that that you need to zone in on. I'm not saying that, all I'm saying is a lot of people that are in uh, rock bands and stuff don't realise how complex extreme metal can be depending yeah. on the band that you're listening to, you know? So it takes huge amount of musicianship. And here you, you need to do 20 minutes yoga before you go play it as well, or you're going to fuck your back up, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like,
1: and you're not you getting know? any, and we're not getting any younger either. That's the thing. <laughs>
0: that's the thing. <laughs> so you need to keep the body, you need to keep the body good, and be able to do this stuff.
1: Cause but and that's not, funny enough. Does does um, physical exercise help at all with yeah. ADHD?
0: It absolutely does. It uses up your energy, and it obviously creates endorphins, and it levels out my mood a little bit. Let's say it takes away some of the hyperactivity, but. The bad side of it is that I tend to overdo right? So I'll get get touches of tendonitis um, around my forearms and stuff because... See, with ADHD comes a lot of anxiety. And as soon as a person feels anxious, they'll change their position. They'll, They'll put themselves into a bad posture. And that'll create tension in the neck and shoulders and upper back. Which will then feed down into the forearms. So, because I'm doing a lot of this oh. or a lot of this in the gym, yeah. I tend to get forearm or upper arm injuries. Oh. A lot of that is down to the tension I hold in my body. Cause yeah. There's some days where I'm just my body is tense all day long, like because I'm. Oh. Yeah, I'm, what would you call it? I'm uh, hyper. I'm uh, anxious, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, jittery as as such you know what I mean so yeah I exercise is great I need to do it but as I say you tend to overdo things and not be happy with enough when what's enough but it's never enough
1: yeah
0: you know what I mean and I can end up with these little niggles and stuff but then I have to step back take a trip to the physiotherapist do what he tells me ice not drink alcohol clean up the diet Take sugar. They stretch, not not lift weights and stretch instead stuff
1: like right. this, you know. So it's all, but it's yeah. all, yeah. It, Jesus, it's it, it again. It all intertwines. Everything intertwines with this stuff. It's yeah, mad, like a
0: hundred percent. It's a balance act, like you know. Yeah.
1: Um. Everything. What's it like you now? Answer me if you want. I don't. It's it's up to you. How does it affect your personal relationships with, like, say, family or friends or? has it uh, affected them hugely right
0: i put it to you this way like i said to you earlier on i think while we were on air, the two urs now i know it's a very negative way but it's true i think my two errors are it'll rule your life and it'll ruin your life so with a brain disorder or any sort of a mental health issue it's affecting your thoughts mm-hmm. so your thoughts affects Everything else. Think about it in simple terms like that. Yeah. So everything is affected. Absolutely everything. Every fibre. If you're anxious or you can't focus or you're irritable, that has a ripple, a knock-on effect to everything. Yeah. You know, I've I've only recently become single, like, and it's you know you're kind of going the way I, the way I'd said is well, I'm 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 nearly forty-two now, and I'm I'm uh, single with no kids and without, without trying to be smart would you say it has affected me relationship wise mm. you know um the anger is a big thing i was always i was an angry teenager and uh, i suppose i took it out on my family um I, like one another another big thing with ADHD that i didn't touch on yet is um emotional irrationality so you'll become extremely emotional irrational so you can zone on zone in on something and become very very hurt by us and explode and have meltdowns it's a symptom of adhd you'll have meltdowns so all the way through my teens i if i was my uh, my father when i was a teenager i don't know how he did not trot me uh, I just uh, anger tantrums temper tantrums the li- latest little thing boom how dare you say that to me <sighs> yeah oh Jesus Christ and that carries on into relationships then we, you can't I can't keep me cool yeah things are irritating me. it's like I, I describe it to like having ADHD could be like if you can imagine you're trying to do something and there's a person behind you tapping you on the shoulder Carol, 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 Carol. What?
1: Yeah. He has to a so certain uh, breaking point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have a hundred things going on in my head. Well, I have to do this today. I have to do that today. I have to do make sure and get that done today. And oh, the fourth thing has just gone. Now everything in my head's stuck. Guys, oh, oh, uh, Jesus! What day is it? Am I in work tomorrow? What do I need to get done? I treat things... Oh, Jesus. I wrote them down, but where did I leave the pad? Uh, ooh, uh, uh, and then you get a voice from your partner or your family member. On top of all that, yeah. and it could be something innocent. And you're like, will you just... Oh, if I can't think straight, will you leave me alone and stop asking me to do shit? What the because it's the twentieth millionth time that your head has gone through that process that week, in yeah. the lose your cool. You know, and nobody—no, sh- it's not up to anyone else to have to pull up with that. But it's a common thing that relationships, marriages, where yeah. one partner has ADHD, that the relationship or the, ha- the marriage breaks down. Like, you know?
1: Yeah, I can. I, yeah, I can't imagine that it's easy for probably either side, really. You know, on, on both sides of the coin. Yeah. At
0: this stage, at this stage of my life, I don't expect someone else to take the brunt of my mental illness. No.
1: So
0: that's it, you know? Um, I also think that I'm on the autism spectrum, actually. that's a That might be a bit of a bomb to drop, but it, they go hand in hand. Uh, right. A thing called ASD is uh, autism spectrum disorder.
1: Okay.
0: And recently, I did a small bit of... Um, what would you call it uh, research into that and there's symptoms there and I'm like well that's me I might have a touch of that like you know mm. um, ADHD and autism spectrum disorder go hand-in-hand and yeah. um, in a lot of cases um. so you have stuff like uh, sensory issues sensory sensitivity so your your senses can be sensitive to things so in other way someone with autism can't take loud sounds or a lot of the time it's touch yeah so um, just simple things like um, I I recall not being able to wear anything woolen
1: when I was a kid. Was it the feel of it? The feel of it. That
0: was yeah. it. Wrecked my head. C- couldn't couldn't be couldn't be okay with it. Um, stuff like uh, how clothes feel on my body. Like we, in, in work we tucked the shirt into the pants. That absolutely wrecked my head. Mm. I've got i kind of gotten to the stage now where um. I just leave it off it's okay But oh, oh god i wish i could just put on a, a t-shirt instead of the shirt yeah. and let this t-shirt hang you know yeah stuff like that um other other stuff stimming now this is this is what this is this is a real like thing that's exposing me now stimming is essentially i suppose it's similar to um what you call that one uh Tourette's where people say stuff yeah royal I'll say stuff and repeat stuff out loud to myself as a form of comfort.
1: Right.
0: Like, and, and and another massive thing about autism spectrum disorder is repeating things. So I could have listened to Judas Priest this morning and the first line in the chorus is, da-da-da-da-da-da. I'll be repeating that line for the, for the next eight hours. Yeah. Because it's almost like it'll
1: a comfort thing is it almost
0: comforting yeah i'm repeating stuff another thing is changing language so i'll make the words sound different to suit me right gives me a little feel better now yeah and then next minute i'm, I'm off singing it again yeah i'm singing singing drum licks i get pleasure from that yeah this this is what people do, like, there, and I I have this stuff, so I would be. Uh, here's another one: obsessive interests for people that are on the spectrum for autism. I'm obsessed with fucking eighties movies. I'm obsessed with eighties wrestling. Obsessed with playing drums. You know, which are all um, good things, by the way. <laughs> they're all good things, yeah. But it, it it it's not wanting to go outside of that, then you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, lack of fear or having more fear than normal. So i could be if i see people panicking i'll relax and if i see people relaxed i might get tense
1: yeah
0: stuff like that so it's all there like and and you go through you go through phases with this when you first find out that you have this disorder i went through a phase of feeling sorry not feeling sorry for me this is really deep now and this is Hmm. people with ADHD tend to be very deep and to me, like, is it really worth talking about if it? it's not there's not a bit of substance? it, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. But I went through a period of time where I felt sorry for myself as a child. I felt sorry for the child.
1: Yeah.
0: Because of the struggles I had, like, ADHD, people with ADHD can get very embarrassed over certain things. I was always embarrassed as a child, like. Um, you know, not being able to focus in school, feeling guilty because I couldn't keep up in school, even though I have, I don't know what my IQ is, but I'm not, I I suppose I'm slightly, dare I say I'm above average intelligence. Yeah. But why am I struggling then? And the guilt of not doing well in school haunted me for decades after leaving school, I Um Stuff like that and I started to feel really bad for like if I had have been like because I was a reasonably smart kid, it was never spotted or whatever. <laughs> but like these were the struggles that I had to go through as a seven or eight year old, like, you know? Yeah. And this and this um emotional irrationality. So getting this extreme upset because someone said something to me like, you know? Yeah. Like feeling hurt and going through all that and then that turn when you when testosterone kicks in in your teens that upset turns the anger you know yeah so it's,
1: it's yeah and i mean
0: there's a storm <sighs> of stuff that can follow on from it you know
1: yeah like do you think like we were talking about earlier on there's a lot more there is a lot more awareness I, like, you know and I, like, you know about things but it's whether people embrace that or not isn't it really uh, yeah That's it, exactly. I I think a lot more children would have been safer, I think, if there was that kind of awareness that there is now. 100%. 100%, yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of... uh, Amazing amounts of mental health issues went undiagnosed, unknown, you know, unfortunately.
0: I've heard people in work going Oh I I I think I think the young fella might have ADHD, we might get obsessed. Ah for sake would you ever stop? He's just a hyper young fella. Will you leave him up? Hold on there, hold on there, hold on there, hold on. Again, you don't see the bottom of the iceberg. Yeah. All the turmoil. Can't get him to sleep. Uh he's crying all the time. He's angry all the time. He's oversensitive, he's over emotional. Uh, he's having struggling folks and he's st- Like, please stop the fucking ignorance. Yeah. If you don't know what you're talking about, shut up. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's all, you'd never, ever, ever hear someone say that about a physical disorder. No. Oh, the, the you know, whatever. Um, the young fella at home has a problem with his spine. It's put him into a back race. Ah, the poor devil.
1: Poor fella, yeah. you know what i'm saying it's where as you say it's jesus is only hyper leave him alone or whatever yeah it's
0: i i I said it to a bloke in work one day i was diagnosed with adhd oh i think i have a touch of that myself actually would i be very particular about things you mean adhd i says or do you mean ocd i says all right and it's like just people take it very light and they don't and again as i said before they don't need they don't need to be concerned with my worries or my difficulties but yeah I don't know maybe I'm wrong but it infuriates me when people fucking I oh, sure there's nothing wrong with you oh
1: god well, it's flippant it's very flippant you know and it's yeah flippant. yeah and it's, it's almost so, disrespectful it... isn't it it's almost yeah, disrespectful that's... especially if you if you're willing to say open to someone that well I have ADHD, or I have OCD, or whatever the case, and they just kind of flip it off. It's it's a bit disrespectful, I think, you know.
0: Yeah, and as I said, if it doesn't affect you, good for you, and you don't need to make special allowances for me. But as I said before, don't try and play it down to me, mm. and please don't call me names.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Jason. You know, I think we're, I think we're, I think now is the right time for us to kind of wrap it up. Uh, no worries. It's been an absolute pleasure and an absolute honor to to, first of all get to talk to you yeah because
0: we didn't know each other before. no
1: I think we might have been aware of each other but not know each other you know yeah and I think um, we might have actually connected here with this whole uh, you know Um, But before go on go ahead
0: as you say I just I I hope I didn't come across too bitter it's just no no you know, like, I just, I, th- these are the struggles that people have, and if you don't know what someone's going through, and you don't know anything about what they're going through, if that, if that makes any sense, um, if you don't know anything about it, like, and you don't, just, just, just be this, just be a bit respectful. What I'm trying to say is, you could say something to somebody with ADHD, and it will stay with them. Yeah. For possibly weeks. And what was a little moment of fun for you is after irritating or upsetting them. Yeah. For possibly days or weeks on end. And that was so just cop on, you know.
1: Yeah. What I was going to say to Jason was um if there's anyone out there watching or listening. And if they're a, it doesn't matter who who they are or how old they are. As a sufferer of ADHD, give them a little bit of a voice or, you know, give them some, I suppose you could say words of wisdom, if you will, if you can, please. For me, I would say, just to reiterate
0: what I said earlier on, don't be down on yourself for a second, because the main thing is you have to accept, it It sounds like a cliche, but you have to accept this is who you are. You have this disorder, it can't be changed, you have to learn how to manage it, but don't feel that you, because this is another thing that people do with ADHD, they're people pleasers, and they're so different to everyone else that they get burnt out from trying to be on everybody else's level. Mm. So don't, don't think that you need to please anyone else. Don't be rude or ignorant to anyone, obviously. Be okay with who you are. And that will take a massive weight off your shoulders. Be okay with who you are. Get professional help. Don't try and deal with it yourself. Don't think it will go away. Don't, uh, what would you call, uh, medicate with caffeine and drugs and weed and fucking pills and all this stuff. If, if the only thing you should be taking for ADHD is your medication that's been prescribed for, to you by your um, psychiatrist or your doctor. Um, be okay with it and do what suits you because every single day is a struggle i feel like i'm this person that's different to nearly everybody else and i have to try and fit into your world yeah that's the way i feel so i'm not allowed to talk to myself when i'm public but i like talking to myself yeah do you understand what i mean
1: yeah yeah
0: people everybody everybody thinks that's fucking mental well, and I think going to the pub five times a week is mental. but... It's so all the population. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's that's socially acceptable, so that's okay.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: so, just because it's
1: socially acceptable doesn't mean it's right. Sure, exactly
0: yeah. Like I often say to people, you know, um, you know, you know, why do you like that band? I'd say to someone, and they'd be like, well, 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 they're, they're, they've sold loads of records. So what you're saying is they're popular. Well in some parts of the world beheadings and rape is popular. Does that make good? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you know be your own person. Don't don't feel guilty because you're different. That's all I'm yeah. saying.
1: Yeah, don't feel guilty exactly, yeah.
0: Get professional help because whatever about wanting to be yourself, we do have to live in a world that everyone else is living in. So you can't act the way you want to act in your own public. So get help get diagnosed if you need medication to use use it when you need to use it don't abuse it um and and get therapy if you need it but be honest with people and you know what i always say if you tell someone that you've got a a disability or a brain disorder or, or a mental health issue and they laugh or ridicule you on a serious note like they're they're not worth knowing So, you're not losing anyone, you're not losing anyone, do you know what I'm saying? I agree with you, and do and do remember that. And and again, I think it's a symptom with ADHD that the world world doesn't revolve around you, and other people have their struggles as well. Like, so if someone says something to you and you're completely upset by it, just remember that maybe they were having a bad day and you're not the only one, so you can justify things as well. Like, you know,
1: absolutely, listen it's as i said it's been an absolute honor to talk to you it really has and i thank you for sharing with us today uh you know what it's like to to have adhd and you know to live your life with it like, you know it's yeah you know i
0: really appreciate having the opportunity to talk about as i said i'm a chatterbox and this this subject stimulates me and we kind yeah. of mixed that in with drums and metal yeah um so i owe you a big thanks as well ah. so thank you
1: look uh, it's been Again, and look like that just to shoot the shit about everything and to talk about something that's important, you know, yes. was uh, was very very cool to do. Um, between myself and Jason, we'll uh, you know we'll look for some uh, if there's any way we can help anyone, uh, you know, just get in people, touch with me.
0: People can hit me up wherever, yeah. um, Facebook or always willing to help or have a chat with anyone. Yeah. Life's too short to be suffering, like, you exactly. know, this, don't, don't, it's, do you know what, having ADHD really, and I said this to my psych, psych, psychologist yesterday, it made me understand what gay people went through. Yeah. Because they're this thing that they can't change, they want to embrace it, and everyone else possibly is ridiculing them, or, you know, people who went, oh, you're gay, and then they get beaten up. Yeah. Imagine how that felt. Mm. So, I can't some, even imagine somebody, in the end when someone laughs at you because you have a disability what the fuck, you animal yeah you, you know yeah so we'll get, life's too short exactly. you are what you are embrace it and go with it and live life yeah live, live your life. life yeah don't be living up to other people's expectations all the time that'll burn you out
1: yeah exactly well look uh king wall's court is going to close its doors now <laughs> for another week. And Jay, it's been fantastic to have you on, and I'm sure Thanks, somewhere Karen. down the line we'll we'll do this again, because I'd love to have you back on if you'd come back on. Brilliant, any time, just Absolutely. let me know. Absolutely, remember everyone, um, there's help for you out there if you, if you think you might be suffering with ADHD. And um, if you need to contact us on the show here, we're always there, just throw us a message, and we'll get in touch and we'll 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 do what we can in uh in our limited resource, but we'll do it the best that we can for you, okay? Uh Jay, take care, my man, and keep rocking. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I've no choice. I have to keep going. <laughs> it's all about the metal, man. <laughs> oh, it's
0: all about the metal.
1: <laughs> oh, good man. Let's we're out of here. Take care.
0: Cheers, guys.